Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So today I wanted to touch on having a fat loss mindset and this is this will be applicable for anyone who's in a dieting phase and I think it will be very, very valuable to hear. And what I'm specifically going to touch on is the difference between a weight loss and a fat loss mindset because both are two very different things and your actions throughout a dieting phase depending on which one you focus on, can dramatically dictate the outcome. So, first of all, quick update on myself. I am now sitting at, I believe, 15 weeks out on Monday, so a day and a bit after this goes live. Everything, again, going pretty well. I've noticed some movements are a bit harder to progress. Uh, they're a bit The progressions are just a bit harder to come by, but as a whole, I'm happy with how everything's going. I'm a... Uh, just excited to see how I'll look uh, in the upcoming weeks when I get the leanest I've ever been, which will be exciting for myself. And uh, not much else to comment on, to be honest. Everything's all good and uh, just ticking away and continue to do the same when it comes to training and the same things outside the gym. Managing stress, sleeping well, getting my meals in on time. <clears throat> Simple as that. And yeah, jumping into the episode... I wanted to touch on the difference from weight loss to fat loss. So, weight loss is basically just about the scale dropping. So, if someone's not concerned about performance, not concerned about what's happening in the gym, they're just looking purely to get lighter, that is weight loss. And when we think weight loss, if you're just focusing purely on weight loss, then it can come from muscle or fat. And if you do have a weight loss goal, Yes, it might just be due to health purposes, but a lot of the time it's also due to your confidence and just how you feel about yourself visually. And we know what makes a massive difference to how you look visually, regardless of what body fat you are, is your level of muscle mass, which is why it's something we should be focusing on. Whereas jumping into fat loss, as the word suggests, fat loss comes from fat loss. Fat loss comes from the scale dropping from losing body fat and not just losing weight as a whole. So yeah, two very different things. And fat loss is what we should be focusing on. And usually, oh not usually, it does lead to a much better outcome. So when we focus on fat loss, we will have different priorities. We won't just think about basically losing weight. It it comes down to a lot more than just losing weight in a dieting phase and it can be the difference from making that dieting phase easier to stick to or not and the reason why is because usually if you focus on muscle retention and progressing your movements in the gym food will end up higher at the end of your dieting phase meaning you won't have to take your calories as low or eat as little food as well as resulting in a better body composition like I said, having muscle mass just dictates how we look massively or dictate how visually good we look, what a lot of people would class as anyway. So that's why it should be the focus. And when we are focusing on fat loss, what we should basically do is prioritise our performance. So we know if we are wanting to retain muscle or build muscle, our biggest tool is our performance. That's what's mattered most it doesn't matter if, let's say, like, it doesn't matter if the scale's dropping a bit slower if we're build, if we're still building muscle. It's like, 
skills just a tool to analyze your progress so if you're looking better week on week and you're heading towards your goal but the scale's not lighter then you're still progressing which is why you shouldn't just look at the scale and just think about weight loss so yeah if you want to maximize the effectiveness of your dieting phase and focus on purely fat loss we should be keeping movements the same in the gym we shouldn't be swapping movements weekly and the reason being is if we swap movements weekly it's hard to get good at that movement get good at that skill the movement pattern in other words for example if we're squatting once every three weeks every single time we get under the bar it's going to feel unfamiliar it's going to feel a bit wobbly it's going to feel like right am i doing this right am i going deep enough whereas let's say you squatted once every four days you will be able to do it with your eyes closed you'll be able to do it very easily in your sleep because you're used to drilling it in such a frequent basis so frequency of performing movement is something very valuable if you're wanting to maximize performance on it and as well as keeping movements the same it allows you to basically have that sense of accountability to be like right am i maintaining my strength is my strength dropping and if it is being maintained or progressed nice one you're probably doing a good job of everything outside the gym if it is not being maintained there's probably room to improve your consistency that's if you're wanting to maximize this phase if you let's say you don't if you lose a bit of muscle and it doesn't matter absolute ton to you then fair enough but it should be quite a big priority if you're caring about your body composition so yeah we should be trying to maintain our strength and if you're not it's again like i said just room you've probably got room to be more consistent if it's with eating around your session if it's your sleep if it's having adequate rest if it's your hydration going into your session if it's your overall protein intake or whatever there's probably somewhere that you're slacking if you are getting weaker granted if you're let's say you're extremely lean you're crazy lean then that's going to be a bit of an exception but you're probably not and that yeah so the reason why we shouldn't be losing our strength face like, like i said it dictates how much muscle we'll retain too you can definitely progress unless you're very very advanced at training and you're doing a very aggressive and large diet there's still opportunity to progress like i'm what am i i am a free I think I'm seven weeks into my dieting phase and everything or most things are still progressing and that's after running some movements for a good while and being a, a, a decent level of strength what I'd class on them anyway at the moment for myself anyway so it'd be a different story if like let's say I, I just swapped a movement in last week so I've not done it before because obviously you're going to be able to progress that because you've like I said not done it so that's a bit of an exception. So how else do we prioritize performance? No excessive cardio around the session. So basically what we want to do when we're training is we want to be in a good state to perform, eat before our session so we are, get in the gym, train, and then ideally be back in that rest and digest state as soon as we're finished so we can recover, rest, re recuperate. Because if, let's say, we're doing a leg session they were doing 30 minutes on the stairs after there might become a point where you have to do that in your dying phase you might have to really push and dig deep but if you can avoid it 
you'll probably find your performance stays in a good spot, you can get your heart rate down and you can prioritise basically recovering and uh, getting into a relaxed state to digest your food and letting your body recover, simple as that. Because usually after you train, that's the most important, well, one of the most important times to get some protein and get some carbohydrates in because we've been using those carbohydrates during the session and we've you want to consume that protein to basically help us recover by spiking muscle protein synthesis, it's called, and stopping that breakdown. There's also the point as well is if you're if you're not already kind of maximizing how much times you could be training, then I'd recommend doing so before even thinking about adding cardio in. So what I mean by this is, let's say you only do three weight sessions a week. I think you'd get more benefit of doing five instead of three. Let, let's say, sorry, I'll explain it a bit better. Let's say you're doing three weight sessions and two cardio sessions throughout the week. I'd rather see someone do five weight sessions and zero cardio sessions. Granted, enjoyment's something to consider, so let's pretend enjoyment's not a thing. I'm just thinking about what would be optimal. I'd probably say doing that, doing those five weight training sessions because you are going to be able to retain more muscle. You'll still burn calories during that session and you can progress more effectively eh, or progress at a faster rate if you're dedicating more time towards it. And this is if we're purely talking about improving your body composition. So yeah. I'd uh, always recommend doing the best you can with or maximising how much sessions you've got uh, in terms of weight training first. That doesn't mean train seven days a week because that's just going too far with not giving yourself adequate rest. And on that topic, the other problem I see with doing a ton of cardio around your session is that it activity comes from somewhere. It's going to be fatiguing. It's like what you're going to... Well, yes, like let's say you're doing just a wee bit of cardio. That's fine. That's completely fine. I put in for my clients for a preference sometimes. But let's say you're doing 30 minutes on the stairs, absolutely hammering it as fast as you can every single session. You're going to feel that fatigue from the session. That's going to contribute to your physical mental tiredness. So as a result, that's going to potentially impact your performance in the following sessions. And there's also the point of view is, if you know after a leg session you've got 30 minutes on the stairs, are you going to be giving your all to that leg session knowing that after it you've got to do 30 minutes of cardio? That's another problem I see in regards to it. Because I'd rather see someone not do that 30 minutes of cardio and give the absolute all to that session instead of holding back, maybe not performing great, and then doing some cardio after when they could get some steps in later in the day, given it's applicable for their current level of steps and their lifestyle. In terms of how else we prioritise performance to make sure we're focusing on fat loss and not just weight loss, is sleeping well. So it's shown in studies that when we sleep more effectively, when we have better sleep quality and better sleep duration, we hold on to more muscle during our dieting phase. We have a higher level of muscle retention, in other words. As a result, it's a no-brainer because it's not something that requires... It's not It's not hard to sleep more, in a way, if that makes sense. Yes, it takes discipline to do so, but it's something you can really easily do to improve your ability to lose body fat, improve your performance, and prevent you losing muscle as a result of that. So I'd always advise trying to maximise your sleep. Uh, it's all about nailing the basics, which is probably a common trend you're finding with this podcast not just this episode but them all as a whole 
it's all about nailing your nutrition your sleep and then your training and then everything else comes after that those three things should never be sacrificed in my opinion uh, regardless of what like how how your steps are or how let's say how deep you are into a dieting phase or whatever it should always be prioritized if you want to maximize things and in terms of what else we can do to prioritize our performance is not just hammering exercise so like i said it's not always amazing idea doing doing more because doing more maybe leads to you being tired and not being able to give your all to your sessions as a result of that i had this with a client myself so with good intentions which i totally appreciate and totally respect not saying this in a negative manner towards him but he was he was doing cardio and like going out his way to do it like i didn't prescribe it i didn't recommend it uh, and the problem arised was when he was just feeling tired like he he was messaging me and he was halfway through a leg session he was like my session's just going so bad it's going rubbish and like he was doing a lot of cardio on top of it and potentially too much because he didn't have the energy because he just felt tired going into those sessions which is why it's not always best to just hammer the exercise or harder hammer the cardio because it does come from somewhere it does come from your performance somewhere if you're doing excessive amounts and of course we should be taking rest days to prioritize a performance I, I believe oh not everyone would think it is but rest days are essential it's like you basically you accumulate fatigue from training and that fatigue basically stops you from performing at your best stops you from being able to recruit as much muscle fibers during your sets during your session as a result if we don't drop that fatigue through rest then we are just going to keep performing poorer keep basically we'll basically burn ourselves out in my opinion so rest days are something we shouldn't really neglect at all and uh, never really right so going on to nutrition hydration is something that people think oh it's just water it's just your water intake but salt also plays a part in hydration <coughs> pardon me so salt has things like sodium in it potassium which are essential to be hydrated because we can drink all the water we want but if we're sweating out those electrolytes like sodium and potassium and magnesium and we're not replacing them then we are going to be dehydrated and we know dehydration affects our performance so again making sure that you're hydrated going into your sessions will help yield a better outcome with this with a fat loss phase i know it's i know it's small i know it's minute but all those wee one percents add up like if you can be one percent better each day that's going to add up all of, like over that year over that month and as well as that, like I said, not just salt, but your water. So what I'd recommend is trying to get a minimum of three litres of water in daily. I think that's a good a good amount to aim for. And specifically if you're training in the morning or just before your session as a whole, you should be making sure you've got plenty of water in your system. Because if we are dehydrated, again, that will impact performance. And as for how I recommend tracking your salt intake if you don't want to overcomplicate it you can basically just salt your meals until you can taste the salt like salt your meals to taste 
uh, and then you should be pretty much fine if you want to make sure you're hydrated. You can also get electrolyte powder or put some pink salt in your, or just standard sea salt in your like intra-workout or whatever you drink during your session. If you do drink something, if you're drinking plain water, I probably wouldn't recommend it because it doesn't taste too good as I've done that myself and I uh, learned from experience. Basically tastes like seawater. So next up, micronutrients. So micronutrients are all the, you get your macronutrients, which are protein, fats and carbs. Your micros or micronutrients are basically all the smaller things like uh, your vitamins and minerals. And again, these will impact your energy. It's, it's known that if you are deficient in certain micronutrients, you'll have more fatigue, you can fall ill, you're more likely to fall ill and have and at the end of the day health drives performance what i mean by that is when you're healthy you will perform better so having good health should be a priority so yeah just making sure you're consuming your five a day and just nutritious foods again you don't need to overcomplicate these things if you're just starting out and trying to make change and even if you don't eat any fruit or veg just start start small you mean start with whatever you enjoy eating and it doesn't have to be anything in particular, just literally what you want. Next up is eating around your session. So carbohydrates play a, oh, they, their main role is basically to give us energy. It's our main and primary energy source, which means when our body wants energy, when it's thinking, right, I need energy to do this exercise, it goes for carbohydrates first. It is different when, let's say, you are doing like a very, very, let's say you're walking, then you might tap into fat stores to use your fat. Saying that, it doesn't make a massive difference if you're concerned about exercise for a fat loss because as long as you're eating less calories than you're burning, that's the main thing. But saying that, like I said, carbohydrates are our main source of energy, so we ideally want to consume them before our session and maybe even the meal before that and the meal after your session. And... Uh, the reason being is, like I said, they're a main source of energy, so that's where we need them most during our session. That's where we care about how we're performing most. We don't really, yes, you obviously don't want to be tired for the rest of the day, but you, you especially don't want to be tired and lack energy going into your session. So, yeah, just, again, if you're just starting out and if you've not focused on this before, just simply make sure... Your, your bigger meals are before your session, after your session, and the meal before your pre-workout meal, if that makes sense. And uh, that will just, again, help, sure, help ensure you've got the energy to perform well, to progress, to maintain your numbers when you are dieting. So all these things I've spoke about is just basically all the wee minute details that will add up, that will impact the end result during like a dieting phase so yes like i said doing one of them isn't gonna make your bench go up 10 kilograms or make you lose tons of fat but if you add these small variables up and do it every day that the dieting phase that you're you'll do will be drastically different i've seen it i've seen it with my clients it's like when they when they sleep well when they've just got a great sleep routine when they eat their food when they eat around their session when they're routine with their nutrition as a whole and when they're training hard, when they're sending form clips, that yields the best results. Not them taking some new supplement, not them taking uh, some 
special pre-workout drink. It's like those basic things and then focusing on the smaller basic things that doesn't impact performance, like not doing excessive cardio around the session, getting enough rest and just repeating those basic fundamentals will yield a much better result. So it's something I can't reinforce enough. So at the end of the day, what I'd like to say is you get what you put into whatever phase you're in. So if you're dieting the now and you are, let's say you're not you're not caring much about your sleep, you're not caring amount of your nutrition, the end product, the final product, also if like you're missing sessions, expect it to be worse. It's just like anything. In school, college, your job, the more consistent, the more effort you put in most of the time the more rewards you get granted you can progress through that job or but i think you get the drift the better the more consistent you are with revising the more you revise where you work best where you can take in the information best uh, where you're most productive the better result will be training's the same so you get what you put into your training and in terms of like just training just eating a bit of protein here and there Yes, you can progress with it. And if you're not wanting to maximise your progress, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's more to it than that. There's more to it than just working hard, than burning calories. And that's not what we should focus on because it usually ends up, which I've seen with my clients, if you're just focusing on burning calories, is, again, not maximising your muscle retention, burning yourself out, and meaning you're missing sessions because you're too tired from doing silly amounts of exercise, that sort of thing. And like I said, your results will reflect your consistency. So make sure it is where you want to, or it is, yeah, where you want it to be in regards to your results. And in terms of all these things, they're just mini wins. They're just many wee progressions you can tick off, wee mini wins you can get throughout the day, like making sure you're hydrated, making sure you're eating around your session, all those wee mini wins will add up to big wins. And that big win could be a better end result of the dieting phase, gaining more muscle, having more muscle at the end of it, that sort of thing. So yeah, celebrate these mini wins. Celebrate when you manage to do things better, when you have a successful day and you slept well. Make yourself, like, highlight it to yourself because then that will motivate you, you'll feel good with yourself and you'll just want to keep the ball rolling and keep progressing. So... Hope this episode was valuable as always again if you want to see any specific episodes then please let me know in or on instagram or just uh wherever else you follow me and uh, yeah thank you very much for listening like i said hope everyone has a great day